This is Barry Zelma speaking for Claim School Incorporated about the publication of Zelma's insurance fraud letter for June 1, 2022, volume 26, number 11, in the 26th year of publication. This issue will be fully available in Adobe PDF format at the link in zelma.com at the issue for Zelma's insurance fraud letter. The June 1 issue will have articles including Allianz subsidiary pleads guilty to defrauding investigators where prosecutors also brought charges against three former Allianz employees with two agreeing to plead guilty. One of Allianz SE's Alives, A-L-I-Z-F, investing divisions pleaded guilty to securities fraud and agreed to pay about $6 billion in penalties and restitution to investors who suffered losses when some of the city subsidiaries' hedge funds tanked during the March 2020 market sell-off. In addition, there's an article about how Florida proposes changes to reduce fraud. Florida lawmakers are concerned that property insurance for citizens of the state who intend to work to defeat or deter fraud and abuse by the means of insureds assigning benefits, the assignment of benefit or AOB to public insurance adjusters, roofers, contractors, or lawyers. Florida's CFO Jimmy Petronas is leading the effort, speaking alongside Florida's Citizens Property Insurance Company's CEO Barry Gilray, Petronas laid out five key areas for reforming Florida's property insurance marketplace. The next article would talk about North Carolina's judge ordering Mr. Lindbergh, Greg Lindbergh, to give up control of his firms and to repay the insurers from whom he obtained fraudulent recoveries. Wake County Superior Court Judge Graham Shirley ruled that Lindbergh intended to defraud the carriers after signing the agreement to stabilize them in 2019. In issuing the order, Shirley said he was enforcing the agreement Lindbergh signed when they were put under rehabilitation. Greg Lindbergh was ordered to relinquish control of hundreds of his firms in a plan to salvage four of his insurance companies. Then there is good news from the Coalition Against Insurance Fraud dealing with multiple convictions for insurance fraud. The Coalition noted that scammers do tens of thousands of patients into getting their insurers billed for more than $900 million of unneeded and overpriced compound pain and scar creams in a telemed-fueled scheme. Synergy Pharmacy of Palm Harbor, Florida, hired a telemarketing firm called HealthRight 
to cold-call consumers, deceiving them into accepting the drugs and handling, handing over their insurance info. HealthRight then bribed Docs to authorize the scripts via its telemarketing platform, even though the Docs never met nor examined the patients. The Docs relied solely on HealthRight's bogus patient screening to authorize the false scripts. HealthRight generated at least 60,000 scripts, fooling honest pharmacy benefit managers by misbranding the meds and disguising claims to con insurers into paying for the scripts. Telemed schemes are proliferating around the U.S. The arm's-length technology has inspired some of the largest insurance schemes of the last five years. Several tried to gouge health insurers with more than $1 billion of false claims apiece. Seven schemers were federally convicted in Greenville, Tennessee, in the latest insurance plot. This issue also describes dozens of other false and fraudulent claims that resulted in convictions uh, that were reported by the coalition. Then there is our article on health insurance fraud convictions, where only one dealt with a Sarasota pain doctor and former INSIS sales representative who were convicted for health care fraud. Dr. Stephen Chun, 59, of Sarasota, Florida, and Daniel Tondre, 52, of Tampa, Florida, were convicted by a federal jury. Both were found guilty for conspiring to pay and receive kickbacks and bribes in the form of speaker fees in return for prescribing the fentanyl spray subsis. They were both also convicted of five separate counts of paying and receiving kickbacks on specific dates. Tondre was also convicted of two counts of identification fraud in connection with the sham speaker events. Each faces a maximum penalty of five years in federal prison on the conspiracy count and up to ten years in prison for each substantive kickback violation. Tondre also faces up to five years imprisonment on each identification fraud count. The United States is seeking a money judgment in the amount of the proceeds of the kickbacks. A sentencing date has not yet been set. Then there are other dozens of convictions that are reported in this month's issue. Following that, there is an article about the National Insurance Crime Bureau's report that fraudulent disaster claims cost property and casualty insurers an extra 4.6 to 9.2 billion dollars. The National Insurance Crime Bureau has done some analytical work to quantify the impact of one of the most topical inflationary factors for catastrophe and severe weather claims, so particularly relevant to the ILS and reinsurance markets fraudulent claims. Then there's the article on other insurance fraud convictions which are convictions of 
insurance fraud crimes not related to health insurance. One of the many is called guilty of faking auto theft, where John Michael Fletcher, 61, was convicted of false reports and filing a false insurance claim. Fletcher, a Knoxville, Tennessee man, was convicted of falsely telling police his car had been stolen before attempting to receive an insurance payment for more than the vehicle's worth. On December 7, 2018, Fletcher asked an employee to move his H3 Hummer motor vehicle. He then told Knoxville police and his insurance company that the Hummer had been stolen. Bright and Roberts explained that Fletcher claimed he had purchased the vehicle for nearly double what he actually paid for it. Nearby surveillance video showed the vehicle being moved, and once the vehicle was found, there were no signs of forced entry or damage to the ignition, showing it had been stolen. At sentencing, prosecutors expect to seek an enhanced sentence because Fletcher reportedly threatened the insurance agent when they did not pay the claim. Fletcher also has a prior conviction for second-degree murder out of Washington County, Tennessee, which probably puts some fear and trembling in the heart of the adjuster. False reports and filing a false insurance claim are both Class D felonies carrying a punishment between two and four years. Sentencing for the case will take place on July 16. Then there's an article about a new book by me called Ethics for the Insurance Fraud Professional, 3rd Edition, which has been totally updated and rewritten, and an article about the fact that there are now available at rumble.com slash Zalma more than 81 video true crime stories of insurance fraud and more than 400 videos on insurance and insurance claims matters. The issue then describes another new book, Insurance fraudsters deserve no quarter that explains how to defeat or deter insurance fraud, what every insurer should know about how it can be proactive in the efforts against insurance fraud by refusing to pay every fraudulent claim. This book is available as a paperback, a Kindle book, and as a hardcover from Amazon.com. And finally, the newest version of California Fair Claim Settlement Practices Regulations, this one, number 2022, which requires that every claims person in California must read, understand, or be trained about the California Fair Claim Settlement Practices Regulations by September 1 of each year. This book is also available as a Kindle book, a paperback, and a hardcover from Amazon.com. Please review the full Zalma's Insurance Fraud Letter by clicking on the various links available for you where you can see not only the June 1 issue, but the May 15, 2022 issue.
Thank you for your attention.